Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the adventurers left the city to investigate the Cold March estate. They made inquiries at the Cold March trading post, and it was soon clear that all was not well. A battle ensued, and an enemy pleaded for mercy, but there was naught but a watery grave. Shouts for help eventually led our heroes to a locked door. Will they discover what lies within the darkened room? Find out now. episode 22 right we had our big 21 bash last week hopefully somebody comes to our party yeah yeah um so episode 22 and uh we're feeling pretty good about this right i mean cull show almost died last episode i believe i do we're all still alive though yep still kicking i'm waiting for the betting to start like what episode he's gonna kick it (laughs) uh yeah i'd like to i'd like to get in on that action on the facebook yeah you you could not (laughs) Uh, i know I'd, i'd i'd probably have some uh, some problems with that, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I we would totally bet, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know maybe tip the scales a little bit. A little bit. Could I heal? Maybe him? tip the scales. No. Uh, so yeah, that was a it was a good fight. Everyone else was uh, pretty okay, but Cull Show took mm-hmm. a serious beating. I don't think anybody else even got hurt. No, nope. no one got yeah, hit. No one got hit. Yeah. you're all welcome. Yeah, you ran right into the middle, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> totally like see you doing that, John Snow. Take it on the whole army, yeah. just all by yourself. Yeah. yeah, what I envision in my mind doesn't always translate well <laughs> when the mechanics come into play. It worked out. You guys survived, and uh, it would have been okay if you didn't roll like a you know nineteen every you know it was twenties fives. Yeah, it was probably some of the better better rolling of my D and D career for well, sure. That's all just worn off now. Uh yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah you never know uh we'll see I'm I'm hoping I haven't touched the dice since so you know hoping the luck is still there um but uh, where we left off last time you guys had uh, Bjorn and Thora had marched into this warehouse where you hear heard some cries for help and um as you went into the room and or into this building you saw there was a room with a lock on it uh, towards the back and you had uh, successfully checked for traps and picked the lock and started to open the door and that's where we ended it and that's where you are the door is opening you see some figures inside as the light goes pouring in and uh, you open it up and there's uh, you can see a, a group of scared looking people kind of huddled around in this space it's a small windowless room and there's a, a very elderly uh, gentleman lying on the ground who is, sees the light and is trying desperately to sit up. And, um, you know, there are, there's a guy by the door and he's he maybe was the one that was crying out for help. And he's like, oh, 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping. Thank you for opening the door. Please, could you please help our Lord Joe Brown? He is, he is gravely ill. Oh, is that him there on the ground? Uh, yes, yes, he is. He's, he's very injured, as you can see. We, we've been trapped in this room for, for weeks. Please help him. Um, Alaron! I'll go run out and... Alaron, we need your help. Quick, please. So, Bjorn runs out and shouts for Alaron, who is uh, dealing with Solon the Swift. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of him. Don't you have some potions? <laughs> you should save those. Saving the potions? Okay, so you, uh, Elrond, you hear uh, Bjorn crying for for assistance. Whining and, for assistance. Uh, whining for assistance. Stalk over there. Stalk over there. I'm going to gag this guy. Oh, yeah. Rifle through his pocket. He did offer his, yeah, a sock, sock, right? Sure. Um, <laughs> I'll put his sock in his mouth and then go through his pockets. <laughs> so wrong. Uh, so you're doing that. Aileron's stocking off over to this building, and uh, um, he gets inside, and, and uh, you see the situation that I described. Uh, some bunch of uh, people uh, looking pretty bad shape. Uh, a couple of, uh, you know, stout, sturdy-looking elderly uh men and uh and another elderly man who looks to be you know in pretty bad shape lying on the ground you should help him <laughs> this is um lord um cold cold march cold march that's uh, it yes it's lord cold. yes i will walk over to him and place my hands upon his wounds or his bruises or what have you and all right so the power of Ilo surges through him to the tune of thir- or twelve hit points. All right, so he's uh, he reacts right away and he kind of coughs and and, and you know blinks uh, and, and looks at you and he's like, oh, th- thank you, thank you, young man, thank you very much. And then uh, the other two uh, gentlemen come over and they they start to help help him up and and he uh, gets on his feet and they're they're kind of aiding him, but. He looks at them and he's like, thank, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Dirk. Uh, I, I think I have it from here. And he starts to brush off his clothes. And you can see they're pretty raggedy, pretty dirty. They must have been trapped in this room for quite some time. So what has happened here? Oh, it's a long, long story. My, my, my nephew, uh, Parrish, he, he came to visit me and he, he brought his his friends with and uh wasn't weren't here more than more than a night and they took us all captive and locked us in this room and we've been here ever since and rarely getting fed and hardly any water it's been quite an ordeal and for that i am sorry everyone i am dreadfully sorry See, this is the Airbnb horror stories that keep me from. <laughs> so everybody gotta read those reviews, man. <laughs> everybody's in the room talking right now. I'm uh, alone out here with the. Uh, yep. Slim. Yep. You're still with Slim. All right, I'm gonna drag him over to the water. Okay, by the hair or something. Just by the back of his. Okay. Shirt. Scruff his neck there. Okay, so you uh, drag him over and uh, to the water, and you get some water. <laughs> No, I'm going to just whisper into his ear, you really shouldn't have stabbed me like that. 
Give Ilo a hello, and I pitch him head first into this the river. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Uh, cool show. <laughs> and I'm going to walk back over and go through the rest of his stuff. Uh, nice. Wow. I like this. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, Zora's gonna be mad at you. Uh, Solon is in the in the water. No witnesses. Yeah. He could have ran off, right? You can mm. see him struggle a little bit and flop around, trying mm. to keep his head up. And uh, quite a heavily rapids there. Right? Yeah, and he gets swept away pretty quickly, and and is is gone. And you can honestly say that you uh, you know sent him down down river, mm-hmm. like I, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Sweet, so. Problem solved. Awesome. <laughs> so that happened, and uh, give in to your hate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, so you guys are. Uh, call shows cleaning up uh, outside, and you guys are inside talking to Joe Ron. <laughs> uh, the glowers don't really transfer to podcasts. <laughs> so. Uh, you guys need to get out of here. Where is Parrish right now? You said up at the estate? Uh, up at the estate, yeah. Okay. He, he's he's probably in the manor house with some of his men, I'm, I'm sure. How many did you encounter out here? Merely five. Ah, yes. He, some have come and gone, and uh, I don't know how many he had. It was at least ten, I believe, when he arrived. But I, I'm not sure. They, they, they came and went as far as we could tell. You would be well advised to tell us of any secret entrances or passages that can take us to your nephew. There are only two entrances that uh, I know of. The, the front entrance and the side entrance where uh, mostly my servants used. Do your servants wear livery? Uh, these kind people here are, are my servants. They've been with me a long, long time. And Stone Cup's servants, do they wear anything to distinguish them? I, I, Is there a way we could blend in with them? My my nephew, he... My... My dear little sister, she, she ran off with a very uncouth man from old home and uh, I, I I didn't know what to do he, he was not nobly born and all he wanted to do was run a tavern someday so in order to take care of her I bought this fellow a, a, a tavern a, a nice establishment really close to the hull of storms in old home and that's where they have been ever since for 40 some years now and so, so Parrish, he, he's, he's not a, a nobleman. I, I mean, he, he could be if he had made different decisions in his life, but he, he's just a, he was such a nice young man from everything I could tell, a, a bookish lad, but F- fascinating. Yeah. You're- Were we going to go back to Fallingwater to bring them maybe back with us and then we can head? We'll talk on the way then. Yeah. I mean, he, his story can certainly entertain us. <clears throat> entertain in quotes. Well, yeah. let's let's get out into the sun a little bit and yeah. come out. There's come probably outside. some supplies for foods over there too. Yes. So the uh, you know the servants get up and they're kind of helping each other up and the 
and the two other gentlemen are still sticking pretty close to uh, Joe Braun, you know, ready for him to, you know, totter over and, and, uh, and he, he manages to make his own way out, um, out to the front. Uh, How uh, old is this guy? Uh, he's in his eighties. Okay. Oh, wow. And so, um, he's, he's talking the whole way, telling you all about Parrish and, you know, family problems and stuff like that. And, and, uh, you basically get that from him that Parrish, uh, wrote to him after, um, his mother died, um, and wanted to come visit, came to visit, you know, showed some interest in getting out of the, the tavern business because, uh, he, he's, you know, smarter than his, than his father, um, and just didn't want to be in, you know, he wanted something more in his life and knew his uncle had means and wanted to take advantage of that. And, um, quite literally, quite literally. And then, uh, the, this last time he visited, it just wasn't the same. He, he showed up and, and he had, something was different about him. Like even the, even the dogs sensed it, you know, they, they barked and barked and howled at him. And I, I, we had to lock him in a room up in the the manor house. And they were just so, so upset at the, the mere presence of, of him. You should have locked your nephew up in the room and let the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. good point. So he, he, you know, is kind of tottering along outside and tells you all of this. And, and he's like, you know, please, please, you, you must, you must take care of my girls if they're still up there, please. You know, I I imagine Parrish has no love for the creatures, but I, but I do. Could you please go up and and check on them? Oh, the girls are the dogs. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're gonna bring. Uh, we were thinking about bringing this uh, mercenary back into town. Um, I don't know if you want us to. I mean, we're are we leaving or are we outside yet? Uh, you're out on the front little boardwalk there. Where is the mercenary? By the time they come out, I'm probably throwing the last of the bodies into the river. <laughs> okay. No, Not oh, suspicious gosh, at all. Okay, so the bodies are in the in the river, and uh, you know wherever Kulshow goes, bodies end up in the river. <laughs> this is his idea of precision. <laughs> <laughs> He's not feeling like digging a hole today. Okay, but th- th- maybe we could have used the their um, outfits, their uniforms. Well, I stripped off their the goods and stuff for all their. We have their socks, so that's good. No, yeah. we only had the one, one sock. <laughs> that's all that is left is just one sock on yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah, the, where is where is this? Uh, where is Sohan? So Sohan Swift. Uh well. Swift, yes, he's he was very swift. I sent him downriver with his companions. How? I mean, like in a boat? Mm. Sure. <laughs> no. Cool show. This may be one instance where vengeance may not be the best. Uh, we were going to take him back. We had use of him. So that he could um, share information. Yes, I don't think he was going to be that helpful. He seemed like he was being very forthcoming. He was too you know, forth- you did not have you did not have the right to make the decision for all of us. He was too forthcoming. He was squarely <laughs> as he should be. He was trying to survive. Uh. <laughs> but perhaps Ilo will 
spare him. That was not okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad culture. Kind of shrugs. Okay. So and if they're walking away, I'm gonna get next to him and and, and ask show. I mean, did he die painfully? I don't know. I've never drowned. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is so interesting. Um, so you guys, uh, you're talking. Uh, Lord Cold March is talking. Um, it won't stop. It won't stop. Uh, and he uh, he's begging you to go up and to the manor house and check on his dogs and you know if Parrish is up there. Okay. Take care of him. So how many? How many are left? Um, your best estimate from what you've heard is maybe, uh, three to five, maybe. Oh, unless okay. more have come. We have no, I, we really have no way of knowing. Yeah. I think I'm going to talk to one of the, the servants and ask them to sketch us a map of the manor house. Mm-hmm. So oh, we can have a good idea. So Lord they call cold March is not useful. Yeah. Us. Yeah. He's still talking about family, family trees and stuff. And then. So. <laughs> so is there any anybody that is here that is healthy and able that we could send back to the city? Um, as you talk with them, you hear that uh, he, the old man, Joe Braun, he sort of comes out of his reverie there and he's, he's like, uh, yeah, he, yes, he, he has to go back to report to Lady Falling Water. If you guys tell him about the fire or anything that has happened in Falling Water, he's going to be seriously motivated to take his uh, people with him back to the city to report in because... Definitely motivate him. Okay. Uh, it's a matter of honor for him, obviously, that uh, that uh, they might have played some part in what happened in the city. Looks like they possibly have some horses and a wagon. Yeah. So... Because we need the city to send people here to, to retrieve the supplies. By morning, get all these supplies. Okay. So you explain the situation to him, and yes. His, and, and to his attendants, yep. more importantly. They they leap into action. They get the, the wagon ready to go, um, uh, get the horses out, hook it up, and uh, he's going, or the carriage, I should say, uh, and he uh, he's going to speak to the marchioness, get her up to speed at what happened out here, have her send men, whatever needs to happen, whatever she thinks needs to happen. He's going to, he's going to report in. So, and he's, uh, turns and, and as he's getting into the carriage, he turns to you and he's like, he's like, please remember my, my girls, please, please check on them for me. Thank, yes, yes, thank we you. Have this. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so he uh, he enters the carriage, and uh, the two, uh, one of them hops up front, and one of them gets in the carriage with uh, with their lord, and uh, uh, some of the other servants enter as well. But uh, the others grab other uh, horses, and and they're heading off on their own into town. Okay. Shall we ride? How far is it to the main house? It's up the hill, across the river, up the hill. Yeah. It was uh, very disrespectful of you, Kolsho. <laughs> Still bad. Gee, very angry. Um, what is better? It's probably like 300 yards up this hill, uh, and there's a path that leads up to the manor house. Um, you've already crossed the stream, so there's no other stream to cross. Oh, okay. We should be maybe a little bit more careful. We can leave our horses here. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, they're definitely a good spot for your horses. Um, you can tie them up, mm-hmm. give them some food. Are these all these buildings just supply shops, or st- I mean, what exactly are these different buildings? Yeah, uh, this is uh, kind of like a little trade outpost. So there's uh, there's an office, uh, there's a place for horses and other stuff. I mean, it serve you know does double duty as kind of the main stables uh, for the for the estate, and uh, the other uh, buildings definitely storage warehouses. You know, nothing extravagant, but uh, uh, obviously held quite a quite a few goods. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have a sketch of the manor house up yes, top? Yes, you do have a sketch. Okay. Anything that we discern from that? Any better approach? Um, No, there, as uh, Joe Brown said, there are two, two entrances. Yep. And you'll be coming up, you'll uh, reach the, if you follow the path, you'll reach the servant's entrance on the side first. I think that is where we should go in. Should we do mm-hmm. this by light or by darkness? At night or? Well, it's like mid-afternoon right yeah. now. So right. I, I think we, I don't think time is our friend right now. Okay. We have until tomorrow. Okay. Um. So I am going to like uh, redo my hair a little bit so my ears are not very visible. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Anyone else doing anything? I'll change the cloak to be more normal looking. All right. Maybe camouflage it. Okay. Yeah, I've got disguise self, but I'll use that closer to when we interact with people. Great. I'm going to load my crossbow. Okay. Um, so you guys, uh, you can see the carriage rumbling up the, up the hill, heading back to falling water. Um, and you start to climb the hill the other way, going up to the manor house and you approach, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Uh, it looks like, uh, things have kind of become a little overgrown. Um, like no one's taking care of the grounds or, you know, taking care of the pathway, uh, for, you know, some weeks and, um, uh, but as you approach, you, you can see the manor house and you can see a few plumes of smoke coming up from various chimneys. And, uh, there's one chimney closest to you and, and you can see a door as you, uh, walk up and I will now put that on your map and you let me know if you can see it. Yes. Perfect. So, you guys walk up and directly behind that uh, water trough there um, is the door. Aha, I see. Yes. So, I mean, are there any signs of people anywhere? Um, Not that you can tell. No. But okay. the smoke can tell us where they've been recently. Yep. But like there's nobody outside patrolling or... No, no. Nobody's out patrolling. Um, you can see that the road continues on. Um, and you can you think you can make out where it joins up with the main road that brought you here. 
So it, it forks and goes down to the river outpost a little earlier on, and then it must uh, have another, uh, another branch that comes up to the front of the main house. Okay. But no activity except for the smoke. So we're just going to, so the servant's entrance is the one you said that's on the left side of the map? Yep, right there. I think we should do a little reconnaissance and check in the windows. Okay. I can sneak around if you'd like. Please do so. Why don't you roll some stealth, whoever's sneaking. How's, who's the least stealthy here? Uh, that would be me. Okay. Oh, apparently I'm not very stealthy today. That is only going to be a 10. <laughs> do you want to go this way? Is this where we're... Or into a window. That's a door there. So. Yeah, that's the door. So I would look in those windows, maybe. Those windows there. Yeah. Where he is. And so while I'm doing that, are you guys going to go windows? by the door? Not windows. That that window. Those are windows. Those right are the there. windows. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So if you peek into that room uh, after you bash your head on the glass, oh. um, it's so clear. <laughs> And you look in and uh, you see uh, kind of a very Spartan sort of bedroom uh, bed, chest, a little nightstand, a chamber pot, um, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, no, no people. Okay, I'll move down to the next windows. All right. And you get these appear to be blocked by some crates, so you can't see anything in there. Uh, based on the map that you have, you believe that's the room that they put the the dogs in. Okay. Okay. Then I'll move down. All right. You want to roll me another stealth? I would love to. Improve that ten, hopefully. That's uh, a fifteen. All right. So you're a little more stealthy now, and you uh, crawl up to these windows, and you look inside, and it looks like some kind of sitting room. There's a nice uh, bearskin rug on the floor, and a couple of comfy-looking chairs, and uh, um, you think you see some movement in there, uh, like someone just maybe walked around the corner. Mm. Okay. I look back. I, so the other three just all sitting behind that rock? Yes. I I kind of shrug and I'll go around the corner. Okay. So around the corner of the manor house. So there's another building that looks like it's like not really on the map here. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Uh, it looks like a small kind of uh, storage shed. Maybe used to be stable house at one point, um, but you can see that it's, um, kind of rough shape. Um, doesn't look like it's been used for a while. Okay. So I don't hear anything in there. No, no, nothing. Okay. Then I'll just move down the east side of the building looking for another window. All right. So there are no windows on this side of the manor, but you see two chimneys up above you as you pass and both of them have smoke coming out. Okay. Then... Uh, we'll just continue to circle around the house. Okay. As you round the corner of the, uh, the house, um, you see a pair of windows, and one window is open. Um, it's a little high. Uh, you need a little boost maybe to to uh, 
easily get in there, but uh, you definitely could do it. And uh, inside you see um, another bedroom. Uh, this one looks larger, uh, definitely more finished than the other one. Uh, there's a bunch of books and things uh, along the walls, um, nice comfy looking sofa, um, you know, some some cabinets, and okay. it looks like a fire is burning in a fireplace in the corner. But still no people. Uh, no people, no. Mm. All right, then... I guess I'll continue all around. You're going to go, you're going to walk right past the front door. <laughs> That's your plan? I mean, is it open or closed? Uh, the door is closed. Yeah. I'll just quietly jog around the front side of the house then. Okay. So you go around and you are uh, getting close to the servant's entrance again. Okay. I'll go around to the servant's entrance till. I, I can flag the other three down and then wave them over. All right. So you get around the corner and you're like waving, waving. They eventually notice you several hours later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so we're having <laughs> It was nice day out. Uh, no, they uh, they see you immediately and, and uh, now they can do whatever it is they're going to do. stealth over there. Okay. I will hold my hand in front of you, Thora. And say, may he guide your steps. Give you the blessing of the trickster. You now have advantage on stealth. Oh, that's wow. so nice. I rolled a okay. 17 on stealth. Okay. Aha, 19. Wow. I Didn't know. even need the blessing. Oh, no, that was the that was second roll. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah. she did. <laughs> and I got a 20. Nice. Okay, so you guys are a pretty stealthy bunch, and you make up. Uh, make it up to Cull Show without uh, too much, but a little crunching of the uh, pathway stones under your feet. Uh, but that's about it. All right, I circled the whole building. I briefly saw motion, but no, uh, no groups of people or anything. So they may be all upstairs. I think we should just go in and take the rooms one by one. Is there another entrance besides the doors? There's front doors right around the side, but uh, they were closed. If they're upstairs, then perhaps it would be best to go there first. Well, there's. I think somebody is downstairs somewhere. And I, just because he did not see them, we'll try to neutralize them as quickly as possible. Yes, okay. So this door? Yes. Okay. So I'd like to just move quietly to the door. Okay. Swing it open and with my crossbow pointed. All right. If I see somebody. So you swing the door open and there's nobody inside. It looks like a uh, kitchen. Uh, there's a small uh, seating area and, uh, you know, quite a bit of food uh, lined up over on the, on the right. Like they're preparing for guests, perhaps. Um, fire burning over in the opposite side of the room. Is there any meat? Uh, yes, there's meat. Not now. I will move Shh. up to the... I go and grab some chunks of meat. <laughs> oh my God, Just not now. Chew it on a turkey leg <laughs> when you come around the corner. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going uh, to put some sausages or whatever in my pocket. Okay. Dumping people holdings. in the river gives one an appetite. <laughs> I will move up to the door. Does it have a keyhole or anything I can peer through? Uh, no, it does not. Okay. I imagine, Kulsho, you're thinking for the dogs. Yes, I was, but, you know, whatever. Yes, he was not. I was. <laughs> you could have a conversation. I was going to say I can just talk to the I'm dogs. I'm going to listen at the door. That's a 19. Meet the okay. door, you mean? Yes, that the in, inner door from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you listen and you definitely hear some voices. You can't make out what is being said, um, but you you hear a couple of voices. Okay, I'm gonna hold a hand up. Are the voices continuous? Or are they moving? Um, they sound like they are stationary, um, and it, it, one is is louder than the other, um, like someone's you know, being, you know, told something very forcefully. Okay. So a quick question, because I missed most of the conversation. Are there innocent people in here? No. Okay. Not from what we were told. (laughs) So just kill them all. Go nuts. We could uh, make a little noise in here to draw one in. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so, I don't know if that sigh will come through on the microphone mm, yeah, but it's, yeah. it was impressive <laughs> it's not a bad idea actually <laughs> was but that hard for you to admit <laughs> yeah a little bit, a bit. Okay. if everybody moves kind of to the side yep, and uh, ready for ambush you mean let somebody step through and we hit them with uh, everything we have like that does that work for everybody um, actually back over here what if uh what if we do that and then uh lay a silence trap for them i could cast silence on say this goblet here and then as soon as they enter it'll be quiet mm-hmm. huh fancy is the table tall enough for me to hide underneath uh no. So I mean, you can hide under there. You can't stand under. No, anything. the entire room would be silenced I, yeah. effectively because it's then a I twenty foot radius. Oh yeah, everything's verbal for you. Yeah, but yeah, if we're talking one spell. person, all right, that's fine. Just realize that I'm gonna be hanging out over here doing nothing. Okay, so what are you doing? Silencing. So you know, didn't we have a discussion about one person's needs sort of trumping the entire party's needs? Weren't you just scolding someone about that? I just simply said he should not have made a decision for all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you're doing your thing, Aleron, or not? I, I, I'll leave it up to the other two. It seems like a good idea. Party okay. vote? I, I mean, if I can crawl underneath here, um, that's where I'm going to tuck underneath the I'm going to set my crossbow here. down on the table and draw my sword. You want us right here where the door is going to swing open? I don't. Yeah. Way? Which way does it? Which way does the door swing? That's a good question. Um, it will swing outward into the other room. Okay. Okay. Then. Um, That's perfect. Then if it's. Then I'm going to basically knock a pan over. Is this where you want to be? Sure. Okay. This is where you are. Yes. Okay. And as soon as he knocks the pan over, I will cast silence upon the goblet. Okay. All right. So that's what's. That's the plan? That's the plan. That has happened. Awesome. So uh, the door is going open? We're going to wait for them to go through. So I I basically knock some pans over so there's a clatter. Oh, okay. And then there's silence. 
Okay. So you do that, and you hear uh, the uh, sound of, you know, kind of a, uh, not a shout, but uh, uh, more of a exclamation from someone out in the other room. And um, then you hear footsteps. And as you hear these footsteps approach, you guys are readying everything. And I am just going to bring this guy up. And I know you can probably see him now, but uh, let's see. And he's approaching the door and gets to the door and kind of kicks it open. Um, or sw swings say, open, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it swings the door open quickly and uh, starts to peer in. And he what the heck is going on out here? And then uh, he's in he the gets... silence field now. Oh. So no, he doesn't. Well, he can do that. He can do it. But then he gets a sword to his throat. Okay. Hopefully. So he enters the room and he is now silenced. And Kulsho is there. So I would like to attack him. Okay. Let's roll initiative first before we get too wacky here. And let's see. Bad guys. And Bjorn, what did you get? That is a 16. 16. Not bad. Yeah. And Alron, what did you get? 25? Yeah, he's got the jump on everybody because he cannot be surprised. You can see. That is crazy. I have a plus uh, eight initiative, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh, Cull show. <clears throat> a gentleman's eight. <laughs> gentleman's eight. You were expecting it, but uh, oh, that meat in your pocket. I, I'm hoping that I get a surprise attack on him. Okay, so Thora. Five. Five. A she's lady's just, five. She's sitting over there pouting. Mm -hmm, I am. Okay. <laughs> and that is our turn order, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, you will get a surprise round. Yay. So, man starts to... Uh, you hear him shouting, what the heck's going on in here? And door swings open and he takes a step into the room. Uh, very, you know, carelessly, like he does not expect any sort of trouble. Um, he's just, uh, you know, coming in to see who's maybe people came up a lot from, you know, working down by the, the outpost, but, uh, obviously just strolled right in with a lot of swagger and, uh, not a care in the world, just ready to lay into somebody. And you can see his mouth still moving as he steps in, but you don't hear anything. And call show. Or Aleron. If Aleron would get the drop. Um, yeah, with that, I'm going to uh, step up beside Cole show and attempt to, nope, nope, yes. And attempt to uh, manhandle the thug out of the view of the doorway. So try to sh pull him between me and Cole Show. Grapple him. Oh, okay. 
first grapple of the game, is that yeah, right? Yeah, first grapple of the game. Um, so that would only be 14. 14. And then I counter that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also a 14. Ah. So. I see we're at mean? an impasse. Uh, he, he basically. Doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah. It's like attacking, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I like the thought, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Bjorn, your turn. All right. I'm going to just poke out there. and That's where, you know, yeah, i standing, so I'll get out. Use okay. half my movement for Crawling that. Crawling out from under a table. Yep. And I'll get the crossbow out. And it's still silent here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say 28. Uh, that will hit. Okay. So you don't hear the tiny little well, plink I, can't, I, don't get, I don't cast my hunter's <laughs> mark. That's just... Um, that's seven. Seven points of damage? Seven points of damage. What happened? I rolled a one, and I don't get the hunter's mark. And he doesn't mark. have his hunter's mark. Oh. So okay. yeah. But I do get a bonus action out of this turn, so, uh, because the hunter's mark is used as a bonus action. So bonus action, another crossbow shot. That's another, a 20 to hit. Okay, that hits. And that will be 11 points of damage. Okay. And then because of my first attack, I get another attack. What? Yes. What? Because it's another attack. You are such a my, cheater. From, no, it's a gloom stalker. <laughs> on my first attack, I get another attack. You keep saying that like it means Yeah, something. I know, right? That's I need to, I need to crack, crack the books, I think, <laughs> here and yeah. see what's actually going on. Hey, I'm playing by the book. <laughs> okay. I just learned it. People All right. That was a miss. Yeah, uh, no, no. Please write in and challenge challenge me because <laughs> I did a lot of studying on this. And asked like Mike Merles, who actually writes the the. Oh, okay. Actual well, rules. Spoke speaking to the of, authority. Speaking then. of rules, uh, since it's a surprise round, don't we have advantage? Yes, you would be right. Oh, so that uh, I just kind of remembered that. Yeah, that's so a that good would point. be a twenty-eight on the, the second or the third hit. So could I try the strength check again? Yeah, do yeah. the grapple. And that's a fifteen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if he's grappling, I don't know if that would be something that would do. If he's pulling to the side. Okay, so you maneuver him where you want need him to go. So I will uh, basically sort of dosy do him up to towards the uh, table. Okay, so you pull him towards you, and uh, in between you and Kulsho, is that is that right? Um, yeah, Kulsho is nodding. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> not to influence what you're doing, but yeah. Okay. So he is now between you and Kulsho. Could you move your guys on the map for that? Okay. So you went like that there. Aleron backed up. Yeah, perfect. And bad guy went in between like a sandwich. He is the meat in your sandwich. And um, so did you want to re-roll your damage on the one you hit that last one? Yeah, yeah, if that's okay. Yeah. So he would be in between and you're not like in front of him or anything, right? No. Okay. Not from where where you are. Okay. So go ahead and shoot away. I don't think it would have affected anything. Um that's gonna be ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. Yep. That's pretty low for you. That's a good yeah. sign for me. Um and now it is their turn. Well, don't I still no, get a surprise? Still a surprise? Oh, yeah, surprise round. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting. I know, it's tough. Call show. So if I have advantage because we're flanked and advantage because we're surprised, is there an advantage advantage? There is not. 
Quadruple advantage. Double kill. Okay, that'll be a 25 to hit, so. Uh, hits. For third, no, um, 11 damage. 11 damage. That's pretty good. Okay, so you, uh, he gets pulled up between you, and then you get a, you know, slash in with your sword as that happens, and uh, Thora, you're up. Uh, so Thora will go ahead and, and crank out her crossbow. Nice. And recognizing she really doesn't know completely how to use it. <laughs> Reading oh. the instructions. 16. Yeah, that will hit. Pointy thing here. Yes. And does uh, four damage. Nice. You get to add your dex. Add your dexterity. Oh, yeah. On a crossbow? Yep. It's a ra- any ranged weapon, you add your dexterity. I know. It's so weird. Five. So, I had yep. no idea. Yep. I had not been doing Same that. Same thing with your daggers. It's any okay. range attack, you always add your dexterity or any light or finesse weapon. Sweet. If you want to. You can use strength for light or finesse, depending on what's more. Okay. Okay. So five total damage? Yes. Awesome. So now, top of the round, not a surprise round. No. Okay. Aileron. Okay. So the door has swung inward, yeah? Outward. Outward. Okay. So we can't get to it. Um, so at this point, I'm just going to go all daggery on this guy. All right. Dagger away. Okay. So we're looking at... Main daggers of 15. Uh, that hits. And, and remember, you were flanked, so you had advantage again. Yep. That's true. Um, and the second dagger is a 21, so that'll hit. Uh, the first one is a 15? Yeah. He is going to use his reaction and shrug that one off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and I'm the one who's making wow. stuff up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Getting glares of Getting doom. Getting lots of glares today, <laughs> Jerry. Okay. Okay, so my offhand dagger hits. Yep. Okay. And that would be three points of damage. Three points of damage. Yeah, that do you, you don't add No, no to add that. to that, yeah. Okay. So he's in really rough shape. You guys got him into this room, pulled him in between you, and have just been slashing and hacking and shooting him. And <laughs> he's pretty horrible, really. Yeah, and he hasn't had a chance to even react yet, which is... Uh, uh, scary for him. Scream. Can't even scream. It looks like he's screaming. His mouth is open. Um, Bjorn, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay where I am. That's probably a miss. It's going to be a 12. 12. That is a miss. And then bonus action is my crossbow again, and that's a 17. Uh, that hits. Okay. And that is seven points of damage. Nice. Uh, now it is his turn. Um, I was hoping he wouldn't get a turn. Yeah, right. Oh, there's not much left of him to do anything. Uh, He's bleeding all over you guys. Yeah, he is really bleeding all over the place. And I think he's probably just going to attack the person that grappled him. And bring it. The thing is, this is all happening silently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's creepy. <laughs> I'm thinking of like how the you know other people outside might react. That is a uh, 24. 
Hmm, let the me check my AC. Continues. <laughs> yes, missed, right? And a 16. At 16, we'll... Oh, we'll hit. Hit. I thought that was damage. Okay, and uh, 10. Yeah, no. Nope. Okay. What is with these three attack people? I know. It's pretty awesome. Wait until fifth level. You get an extra attack, too. If we make it to fifth level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you will. And six. So that's 14 points of damage to you, Alaron. That's okay. It's like, do you have that many hit points? <laughs> <laughs> He's actually pretty. That is two thirds of my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have grabbed you. Looked you looked a bit surprised. Oh. <laughs> um, and that is all happening outside. You guys can't see. So, um, anyway, it is now Cull Show's turn. All right, I'm gonna try to finish this guy. Oh my gosh! I rolled a two and a four. Oh, boo! I don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Oh, you're not raging, are you? Nothing. No. I'm Is not. it raging when you get the wolf? Right, path of the wolf. Yeah. Okay. But okay. wait a I minute. We're both flanked, so it's not going to really help right. anybody right now. Yeah. True. Thora, it's all on you on that lucky crossbow. Okay, crossbow. Oh no, that's a. Uh, five. Five? No. <laughs> close, but... Real close, uh, I know. Okay. Just missed him. Uh, Elrond, your turn. You just got hit. Yes, I did. So I'm going to five foot back towards Thora. You would provoke. Oh, yeah. I would? Yep. When okay. You have to disengage. Rage, okay, well then I'll... Unless I'll you just... disengage, then it's your action. Mm. Stab him. No, I'm going to stab him. like the way you guys think. Not read my dice today. That's only a thirteen. Nope. And that would be a ten, a twenty. But you still have advantage. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so twenty for the first dagger, and the second one would be a nineteen. Yeah, both hit. Okay. Is he shrugging anything off this time? Uh, no, no, okay. he's not. Kidney strike. Kidney strike. Uh, five points with the first one and. One with the second one. All right. Wow. Okay. Oh, six. So six points of damage, and he is, I mean, he is in rough shape. Ugh. Bleeding Come from on, multiple multiple Bjorn wounds. Goes first. Still alive, though. Okay. Bjorn. First shot. Come on, little buddy. Save me. It's a 15. That will hit. Wow. And seven points of damage. I'm done with this dice here. <laughs> seven points of damage? Uh, yes. So you are standing there and uh, fire off in, in total silence. Uh, your little crossbow flares up and a uh, tiny little bolt goes flying and strikes him right in the cheek, I'll say. Ouch. Um, and uh, pierces some part of his brain that was obviously necessary, and he <laughs> drops dead. Okay. I'm going to use my... I'm just going to jump behind, underneath the the table again. Okay. So hiding back yeah, on I'm the I'm just going to cower. Just like, <laughs> cower. Shiver. Uh, okay. So can you... Can, I'm not cold. I mean, can Bjorn see 
those people coming? Yeah, I know. Can Aileron, in fact, see that first enforcer coming? Uh, yeah, I would okay. say both Bjorn and Aileron can see them, and he probably saw Bjorn hide. So right now he's just like, what's going on? Uh, but he disappears, so it was kind of a casual checkup. But it's a game of sardines. Yeah. Um, and it's their turn. So he's going to see Bjorn, and he is going to draw his. Uh, he's got an axe. Yeah. So he's drawing that bad boy, and he's going to kind of rush in, and he's going to get through the door. What is oh, he going to do? How is this? And they're all like, "Hi." Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's bad. And so he's going to stop and he's going to swing concentrate it. on it. Yeah, we're uh, swinging a cull show, I guess. Yeah. As his fellow companion drops Oh, it. you surprised him. <laughs> and, oh, Natty 20. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is, this makes me I so happy. I knew I should have raged last round. Uh, so happy. Um, <laughs> so that's bad. And that's also pretty bad. Um, 12 damage to you, Cole Show. Oh. Could have been much, much worse. Was it halved? Uh, no, no, he's not raging. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I will have to rage now. <laughs> um, I'm fully healed. And let's see. Yeah, that's bad. This gentleman here, um, I'm going to say that he did not see that. Um, did not see you, Bjorn. So he's still staying back, not doing anything. Um, and it is Kulshow's turn. Uh, I will go ahead and rage now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah, I guess I'm just going to hit him. Swing away. All right. Oh, good. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is definitely a hit. All right, so that is going to be 11 damage. 11, not too bad. So he comes around the corner. You take a mighty axe blow from him, um, which is funny because you could hear him roaring, and then all of a sudden it stops. Uh, yeah, well, I figure I'm probably roaring too. Yeah. So we're just this quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thora, your turn. Okay, here goes the crossbow. Ah, yes, uh, that is 20. Uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, okay. Uh, three. Three damage? Yeah. Okay, crossbow, uh, go, bolt goes flying and hits him and doesn't seem to have much effect, but obviously took some damage. Um, Aileron, you're up. I'm going to wink at Thora. I'm going to grab the goblet and toss it into the southeastern corner of the room and five foot back up next to her so we are both now out of range of the silence oh, oh. nice okay good okay so you're back over here mm-hmm so it's like a I 10 see. foot area 20 foot so turn, turn. yep she's good mm-hmm I see. That was oh, a good okay. plan. Thank goodness. But so, but I'm. But You're basically, the silent. entrance is still silent. Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. Because Bjorn would still be silenced. Then. Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, Bjorn. All right. I'm going to step out and take my shot at Mister Enforcer. 
First shot, it's 17. Uh, that will hit. And it's a little bit better. That's eight points of damage. Okay. Bonus shot. It's 18. And that's nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. All right. So, yeah, he is uh, looking pretty hurt, um, bleeding, uh, but still just, you know, you can tell by the look on his face, just that he's roaring at the top of his lungs and just nothing's coming out. But he's, he's fully... Um, uh, enraged at this point and it is now his turn and he is going to take another swing at our barbarian friend Cull show and that's going to be a 15 aha and that's not going to do anything um this guy is going to move up and i'm going to say that he did see that something going on in here and he is going to, let's see, what does he do? He does something cool. Um, he's going to shoot at... That's some good storytelling there, Jerry. <laughs> something cool. Riveting. <laughs> really, it's cool. You Trust to, me. You had to be there. I really appreciate it. Uh, so he's going to shoot at Bjorn. That'd be a half cover if you just got a guy Ooh. in the way there, in the doorway. Okay. So half yeah, cover, yeah. Um, disadvantage. and he gets a uh, 17. That just hits. Just hits. Just hits. Okay. Stinker. Now I have to figure out what this does because this is all new to me. And I believe he gets 10 points of damage. What kind oh. of damage? Uh, it is a force blast it looks very similar to what uh, mm. Thora does Uh-oh. so I have a you question about that around. is it is that uh, a verbal component yeah because he's in the range yeah, it is oh, a verbal component. he can't do you it you are right okay you are correct yay yes. rules so ah. perhaps he attempted that <laughs> cuts both ways Jerry <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it so he started to cast he didn't do it so I'm just going to put that 10 back yeah yeah and he's going to use the rest of his movement to back away. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Could you uh, put the 10 back on my heel? Yeah, I'll do that. Let me get around to it. <laughs> uh, there you go. Thanks. Uh, okay. So that happened and that was terrible. Uh, but now I at least know what I'm doing with him somewhat. Call show. I'm going to recklessly attack this enforcer guy. It gives me advantage, and then he'll get advantage next time if he's still standing. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Three and a four. Oh, oh no. Thora. So All right. Flailing. You've got the ability to use spells now. Yes, I am going to go with my blast and hopefully just, Super. yeah, knock this guy out. Yes, that's a 24. Uh, yeah. So. Do your worst. Come on. Yes, that's 12 damage. 12. Wow. That's pretty good. So, uh, you are suddenly able to, uh, speak and you send a blast of, uh, force energy at him and, uh, goes and hits him right in the chest or in the side 
of his chest and uh, staggers him for a second. And Aileron, Ugh. your turn. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. I was really hoping I could do something else this round. Yes. I guess I'm going to be doing a Guiding Bolt. Okay. I pull the shadows out to blast him. Blast away. And that is a 17. That will hit. Okay. So we're looking at 46. Oh my gosh. Yeah, guiding Bolt's pretty powerful. All ones. Uh, no, but there was a one. Uh, so that is 12 points of damage. Okay. And that's all he can take. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives up. Uh, he sorry. surrenders like Solon the Swift. Uh, no, he's he's still standing. I mean, he's, he's definitely hurting. Um, especially those last two uh, magical attacks. He, he seems to be a little, uh, little worse for wear. So, uh, Bjorn, your turn. I step up here, get across from Cool Show. Skills of a crossbow expert, so got advantage. I take it. First shot. Um, that's a twenty-two. That hits. And that does. Come on now. Uh, nine points of damage. Okay. And then my bonus. Uh, that's a twenty-five. Nice. And that's eleven points of damage. Wow. And now that is all he can take. <laughs> Uh, not quite. That is ridiculous. Still in the fight. No. What? (laughs) He forgets that we're still level four, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's hurt. (laughs) It's not his best day right now. Um, and he's going to, uh, his turn, he's going to swing away at Cull Show again. Battle of the Giants. Ooh, that is uh, 25. That, that will be a hit. Okay. This is Going bad. to be half damage this time, though. It is still bad. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> that health meter is low. Oh, gosh. That's terrible. Um, so, five. So, you take three damage. Okay. That was a, a roll of two again. So, yay for me. Um, the other guy, he is going to, he sees that little shaver moving on up. He's going to go up here and I think I'm out of the range of that thing. I think you are. Okay. And he is going to do what he did last, tried to do last time, but failed. Um, and that is a, uh, 18. That hits. All right, now this is, is there still cover though? Diagonally, no. If he was like shooting through, because oh, all right, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Uh, he moved over. I mean, one could argue that the open door is in the way. But, you know. One could. I think it's the hinges are really flexible. <laughs> uh, it is only five damage, so I'm not going to listen to your whiny complaints. Over this five is not whiny complaints. Rules this is are logic. Complaints. Is that what you're saying to the world of D and D? Just allow me rules. to make up my own rules. Everything's <laughs> right. You are DM, right? So, uh, call show. Your turn. All right. I'm Can gonna be, he do it? I'm Finish gonna him. try again. I've put both of my dice. Those are my new dice in dice gel. 
I have new two more D20s out. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I am going to point to Bjorn. Bjorn. Why am I saying Bjorn? Bjorn. No. Bjorn. Uh, I'm going to point at the the cup. The, the quiet cup yeah from, okay just like the timeout cup yes <laughs> kind of i'll basically like like toss it to me and then i'm gonna try to finish this guy off uh, with another reckless attack oh. there we go and nice. i rolled a 19 and an 18 these are your dice right yes here. oh yeah. they're hot okay so that would be a 25 to hit do not let them touch your other dice <laughs> <laughs> don't even let them look uh, at them nope uh nine damage nine damage well, he is still kicking. Ugh. Just kidding. He's dead. Oh, my oh God. you stink. <laughs> uh, so you slash and uh, get this mighty, uh, mighty silent roar uh, and swing through and, and put a nice gouge in his leather armor through the side of his chest and he drops um, and he's dead, dead, dead. Um, Thora. Your turn. Well, I see no threats. Yeah, it's all good. So, but I will... Time for a juice box. Well, I will grab one of my juice boxes and take a step forward and hand it to Kalsho. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you just want to step back then, too, or do you just want to... No, I just, I just stay there. Okay. So you're giving him a potion. I am. Okay. It's you, Kool-Aid flavored. You needed that clarity. <laughs> it's for the audience. No. <laughs> <laughs> she has magic juice boxes. Okay. Uh, Aleron, your turn. I'm going to head down to that corner. Dang it. I'm already damaged. Here? Or? No, I was going to go grab the goblet. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty pretty hurt. I am. So yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lay hands on myself. Um, so that is nine points back to me. All right. Oh um, gosh, you were really hurt. But uh, with my move, I am gonna go down and grab that goblet. Okay, so it's you're right joining near where Bjorn is. Where Bjorn is, going back to that corner mm-hmm. uh, by the door and grabbing the goblet. And I will toss it to Colshow. All right. Bjorn, your turn. All right. Well, I have a shot from him then. Mm-hmm. So let's go back at it. And it's still silent. Yep. Still silent. Okay. First is a 12. That's going to be a miss, right? Uh, yes. And the second, I'm going to reload from advantage. That's a 16. Uh, also a miss. Oh, don't miss. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Yeah. This is really the first time this has ever happened to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Uh, now it is his turn. So you took a couple of shots at I him. I was going to move though. So oh, you were. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. I'm going to look at Elrazi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, so you move. Wow. <laughs> and now he is going to take a shot. Do you at... have any more movement after that? Mm, I don't know. It's okay. You had 35, so you had. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be a hit. What's he doing? Uh, same thing he did last time. A spell? Uh, yes. Oh, that's too bad because he's in the range now. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I threw that's the goblet ten. up uh, 10, 15 feet. So, yeah. Goblet. yeah. Yeah. So, he's going to move back, oh, I guess. that's too bad. He wasted his action. 
There he goes. Retreating away from the stupid goblet, the timeout goblet. I'm sure he doesn't even know what what the goblet is, though, right? Right. No, he has no something idea. came clattering out, and he's... no, it, the uh, Kulsho has the goblet. Oh yeah, okay. He is the center. You didn't throw it out there. No. Okay. So Kulsho, it's your turn. Guess what he's going to do? Well, <laughs> so I've got things coming at me. I imagine when Thor came running up. I'm going to just drop my sword on the table so I can just grab it again next time. Uh-huh. Drink the potion and then catch the goblet in the other hand. <laughs> like, That'll be my turn. Man. <laughs> okay. I'll let you do it. Uh, Thora. So I get 2d4 plus 4. Yep. So that's 8 back. Okay. Plus 8 to And I have that, right? Since you're raging. Just kidding. It was a joke. Oh, uh, you're very funny. <laughs> I think it doubles it, right? Because it goes the other way. Yes, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, Thora, your turn. I am going to um, move to over there, which I know is very helpful to everybody. I'm moving to line up with the door. Do I see the bad guy? Yes. Do I really? Yeah. Well, I was going to be like right there. Okay. At least from what I can tell, I think you would see him. Not there, though. You wouldn't be able to see him there. Oh, there you would not. Okay. That is that is what I am doing. All right. That was exciting. Aileron. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm going to uh, move out and grab the goblet away from Show as I move. No. And move towards Parrish. I'm going to approach him with one of my daggers out, smiling. I'm not going to come right up. Well, yeah, right there. Right there. Well, that's what I was going to do, but that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long does this stupid cup thing last? <laughs> Forever? Ten minutes or until I cease concentration. Oh, this is terrible. Okay. <laughs> Players. <laughs> Ruining all of James' fun. <laughs> Bjorn, your turn. So what's the distance on... The- we're not silent anymore. Correct. Correct. Nope, you guys in the room feet. are fine, I think. Don't block the door. So I'm out of silence or I'm you... just in the right? I'm just thinking if I go this way or that way. It's the door there. there you're totally out of silence. Yeah, yeah. good. Right? So yeah. you're out of the room, hanging back in the corner okay. in the larger room. Now I'm going to cast my Hunter's Mark on Parrish. So that's my bonus action and my shot. That's a 26 to hit. Uh, That hits. And that is 16 points of damage. Wow. And that's my turn. Okay. So that hurt. And it's now his turn. And he is going to look at his list of spells they're all verbal (laughs) (laughs) oh this is so bad so bad um so he's just going to move 20 feet back starting to understand the game i guess and then he's going to blast away at you alaron and that is a, a 10. So that's probably not going to cut it. No. 
Um, and that's his turn. Call show. I grab my sword and uh, run around the corner. And I will do a, basically a double move up to that parish guy. I will hand off the goblet to you if you want. <laughs> like a like a baton. Like a baton. Uh-huh. So, sure, if we can do that. So I'll catch it in my shield hand as I run by. <laughs> this is this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him hiding behind furniture and like being chased around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's exactly what's going through my head. Thora. So Thora will um come out of the room. Thora will come to like Okay. Right. Oh, everybody else is out, so she's not blocking you. So right there, can and then yep. she can see him. I would put him, maybe him there, and then he could. Okay. Then Thora is going to tell him, tell him to die. Unfortunately, he can't do it. No, no. Oh yeah. I guess so. <laughs> we can though. Uh, that is a. He's six, a good lip reader. Sixteen. <laughs> Uh, 16 to hit? Yeah. Nope. All right. I need whatever he's wearing. <laughs> okay, Aileron. Yeah, seriously. Um, let's see. I think we're going to do a guiding bolt again. Yeah. Okay, that is an 18. Yes. Okay. That hits. 9, 10, and 14 points of damage as Ugh. the shadows creep up. So he's... Rip his flesh. Yeah, shadows tearing at him. You can see his clothes like whipping around him. Um, and he's uh, trying to scream, but nothing's coming out. In the shadows, no one here can hear you scream. <laughs> Bjorn, your turn. All right, I'm going to move up here. Now, I've cast, so I don't need to... Cast verbal again. So my first shot here. It's gonna be a twenty-nine to hit. That will hit. Yeah, I think so. I'm at uh, fifteen points of damage. Oh man! And then my bonus action, just in case he's falling down dead, it's a twenty-five to hit. Yep. And that's thirteen points of damage. Okay. So he is dead, dead because that first really? shot Holy knocked him cow. unconscious. Wow. I had get the others shot off so quick. Oh, he must just be a truly mage type. To... Yeah, um, I, his armor was higher than seventeen. That's pretty good. Yeah, that so is he's got to be wearing something that's that I want, and that he can that you'll know, be able to wear it because he's a warlock. Uh, Outside of game, of course. <laughs> so he uh, he he drops, and uh, as he falls to the ground, you can see that uh, you know he looked kind of. Like this, uh, you know, bearded sort of aristocratic kind of uh, middle-aged uh, man. And then uh, as he falls to the ground, you can see that his his head is actually like his form changes. And his he's bald and uh, or has short cropped hair and uh, is, is older, you know, more like someone in their, you know, 50s and 60s and no hmm. beard. Interesting. And uh, still human, uh, still human, yes. Mm. Um, and so that's that's odd, obviously. Not many people do that when you kill them, no. Um, maybe it's a new crossbow bolt that uh, Bjorn's trying out. I've got a prototype, <laughs> uh, so that happened, and uh, 
So Parrish is down, and you can hear some scratches coming from the door on your left. Uh, can we? Can we, though, Jerry? <laughs> no, we cannot. Oh, we can't. Uh, so. <laughs> like, I, I am the worst today. I know you hate me so much. <laughs> Done. Uh, I guess the dog starved to death. Uh, <laughs> on that happy note, um, no. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you can search Parrish's body if you want. I'm going to, I'll set the, the goblet down and start checking doors. And the, and you can stop concentrating on the goblet. No, I'm going to put the goblet up uh, near the stairs, and okay. I'm going to keep concentrating on it. Thanks. I'll go okay. check the thug in the... I'll get these two if you guys want to check out Parish. Okay. I'm going to go check out the Parish. Okay. okay. So the uh, enforcer and the thug, they had... Um, one of them had a great axe. Again, a serviceable weapon, nothing too fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other had a... Uh, it's really good against barbarians. I'm actually considering maybe trying that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a long sword, uh, a couple of daggers, um, nothing too fancy, though. Okay. Um, and Parrish, he does not seem to have anything that looks remarkable except for he has a... A uh, stick of some sort in his hand, and this stick appears to have uh, flames like carved into it. It looks like very intricate flames, like kind of working their way up this stick that's about, you know, two feet long. And, uh, you know, that looks kind of fancy. I think. Grab the stick. <laughs> and you die. Uh, it's uh, No, it's not a death stick. Um, it's just a regular stick uh, that's been carved intricately and also appears to be magical. Ah. Yeah. So if you guys... Just a regular uh, magical stick. It's <laughs> your ordinary <laughs> magical stick. Mm-hmm. Nothing to see here. Uh, you want to roll and see... Uh, you had something from last time, right? The, yeah, the necklace, the necklace and the rapier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys want to roll, I'll let you know. You have to take magic, don't you? Yeah, I do. Oh, so, so what am I rolling exactly? Arcana. Okay, that's 21. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, so you believe uh, that you recognize this, and it's uh, a rod of the Pact Keeper. Which is, uh, you know, obviously something pretty cool for a warlocky type. And uh, what that does is it gives you a plus one to your spell attacks, a plus one to your uh, uh, say or your spell DC. Wow. And once per day or once every long rest, you can uh, use it to. Uh, regain one spell slot. Oh, that's wow. very nice. Yeah, that, that ups the ante. Yeah, so it is a nice... Had, I'm guessing he might have had mage armor on him. Yeah, he had the whatever the warlock equivalent yeah, the, was. The invocation of... You can guess yes. mage armor. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Yeah, so I do not have that ability. Uh, but now I have a very nice stick and it is my stick. And uh, as you as you uh, grab it, you can feel like the the pattern underneath your hand 
uh, start to change. And you, if you look at it, you can see that the uh, flames that are carved are slowly changing into uh, leaves and plants. So it's like now where your hand was, like carvings of, you know, ivy and plants and stuff Maybe crawling some feathers? Up. Could be some feathers. Okay. Yeah. I think it's feathers. Okay. Could okay. be feathers. So now we can hear, you're going upstairs, Ted? No. Oh. No. I'm putting the goblet near the stairs. Oh, okay. okay. So now we can hear dogs whining. Yes. You hear some scratching, some whining uh, coming from the door that was on your left there. I think that's a job for Thora to have a discussion with. Yes, but the, did you want to find out about your necklace? Yes, I did. Okay. Necklace. What'd you roll? Oh, 19. I mean, 19? You can detect magic, so you can just... I, yeah, just I could know just detect just magic. That is a, a periapt of wound closure. Wow. Yeah. So no more scars. Perfect. That's too bad. So that does something. No um, scars. Uh, basically when you get, uh, uh, dropped below zero, you're automatically stabilized. Cool. That is great for me. That is and, super helpful. Yeah. Anytime you, uh, recover like, uh, during a rest or something, hit points, mm -hmm. you get double. Sweet. That might be something we give the big guy. So you're basically, it's like a spare the dying spell mm -hmm. I'm guessing right, right? yeah hmm. <laughs> everyone's kind of like uh, <laughs> roll off <laughs> who's, who's getting this uh, yeah it's a pretty nice piece of gear you have coinage you could maybe make a deal yeah we get arm wrestled <laughs> <laughs> there's no advantage in that for me uh, it's a good thing he found that and he threw it to you before he threw the body over the yeah bridge, right? I know oh yeah what yeah. I went through is that was what was on the guy. He threw it at you. No, he gave it to me before you yeah. killed him. <laughs> but but I, I went through his pockets. Yeah, cold blood. Technically, it's the river. I mean, drowning killed him, not cold. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, yeah. he didn't know how to swim in, in rapids. He might be okay. His problem. With his hands tied? <laughs> he might be okay. His hands tied. We don't know. Uh, is the rapier magical? Uh, it is not, okay. but it's a it's, it's a nice rapier. Yeah. Nice. And then you get your finesse. So you get to use Do you see how I changed the subject there? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, while they're looting, I, I do I find anything behind those doors, like those dogs? Uh, yes, the dogs come out, and uh, they are uh, immediately uh, very awesome. wary, and you can see them burying their teeth and growling. I will talk to the dogs. Okay. I will pull up the sausages. Okay, between the sausages and Thora's way with animals, um, they they calm down right away, and they seem they you hear little whines out of them, and they put their tails down and kind of slowly walk towards uh, uh, all of you and and start sniffing hands and and butts and all sorts of things that dogs do, and they seem very friendly. Um, How many dogs is it? Uh, just two. Okay. Um, very large, um, uh, I'll say they're German shepherd looking dogs and they seem very nice, but obviously did not like parish because he wasn't, he wasn't, parish. He, he wasn't parish maybe. Possibly. I, I'm imagining dogs kind of like me. So I, I will get down into the play position and <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're going to. Roll Scratch around yeah, hey. with the dogs for a while. What are their names? I'm, I'm going to... Oh, my God. 
<laughs> there might still be people here. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Well, the dogs might be able to tell I will, us. Yeah, I asked the dogs if they know. Are there other people still here other than me and my friends? Uh, then both dogs like stick their noses in the air and they start, you know, sniffing, you know, and looking around and you can see their ears kind of uh, moving around and and uh, they basically say, you know, no. Oh, good dogs. Good dogs. <laughs> More good girl. for you. Good girl. They wag their tails and seem all excited. And they look very scrawny. Oh, We go get them lots of food from the kitchen. Okay. So you feed them. Anything else? We probably go and loot the place. Yeah. yeah. Loot yeah, the place? Investigate the not, place. Uh, we investigate. All right. <laughs> we're not looting. I suppose it'd be... Yeah, okay. We investigate. A and, banner holder. And of... permanently borrow anything that mm. we find of value. I mean, if there are some like uh, healing potions and that kind of thing, we can we can uh, we can uh, requisition those. Okay, so you do find um, in one of the uh, the other bedroom uh, in that chest, you do find a small stash of coins um, around a hundred and thirty. Say 120 if you want. That, I would prefer that. Yeah. Thank wow. You. I mean, you want less. I found you guys can keep the. I found 50 from before and didn't give it away. So you guys split that with yourselves. <laughs> okay. So okay. you find. I, mean, uh, just, I didn't give you those. So I don't. Uh, and you find a couple of uh, uh, healing potions in there. Um, in the other room on the main floor here, the larger bedroom. Uh, you can see that this is obviously where Parrish uh, called home while he was uh, running things here on the Cold March Estate. And uh, there's a desk with a couple of papers on it. There's, uh, you know, the bookshelves have kind of been gone through and there are other books that are laid out and, and uh, turned to certain pages. They look like, you know, they involved spells and weird things you know maybe warlocks you know are are into um and uh this is obviously where where he was uh holding up um are you doing anything in there i will carefully look for any documentation that might give us more insight about the plans okay um, any expository diaries or <laughs> oh there are diaries loaded with them letters that were never sent dear Martha my infiltration of the he's going well is, yeah yeah you uh, the most notable thing uh, you find another 40 gold in one of the drawers in this desk um, but the most interesting thing for your purposes probably is a note that is addressed to Parrish. And this note comes from someone, uh, looks, like, looks like their name is Framley Tucker. And uh, it's very poorly worded, you know, sloppy handwriting. Um, and it's basically kind of an update on the new proprietors of the Stone Cups Tavern. Uh the one in old home. And he's basically saying the new barkeep 
you know, is okay, but he waters down the ale too much, and he drinks the good stuff himself after hours. Uh, and he says that, uh, you know, the bar, new bar, barmaids are good, things are going along, you know, great, um, you know, still getting some traffic, but obviously the, you know, the customers are, are not coming in as often as they did. Um, and, uh, he kind of casually mentions at the end, oh, hey, uh, Halder Traven is back in town. He stopped in the other day and asked about the progress in falling water. And he seemed pleased, but it was hard to tell for sure. Uh, well, we, I suspected we were going to Old Home, but it seems like that's where the trail is leading. Yeah, that's where the queen is, and that's where apparently Halder Traven, the guy that's been trying to kill y'all. Mm-hmm. So we think he's the H guy, maybe? Yes, that we're we, at? that's mm-hmm. what we think, maybe. Um. So we don't know if that was really Parrish. So we would need maybe someone to identify. Yeah, we should take the body back to town. And What time of day are we dealing with? Like afternoon, right? Yeah, it's probably mid-afternoon by now. Well, I would assume that we're going to stay here and secure the supplies that would be the until uh, um, back tomorrow. Ardwin shows up with hopefully a force. Okay. We might as well eat this food. It's laid out for us. Yeah, I can fix it up. Might want to shove the corpses out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, you uh, set up a feast. You uh, eating. The dogs are happy and getting well fed. Uh, and uh, um, it uh, time goes by, and you guys are staying in this, you know, fairly cozy. It looks like you know they kind of trash the place a little bit. Um, but it's a cozy, you know, manor house, nothing too ostentatious, but, uh, you're, you're warm. Everything's good. You're full. Everyone heals me. We're going to pretend to be lords and ladies. Yeah. You're, uh, look at me. I'm a nobleman. La, la, la. (laughs) Do what I say. Um, does suit your taste? Bringing the the servant ballad. No one comes. (laughs) (laughs) Those servants. Uh, so, and it's, it's. Dark, uh, well into dark, uh, probably, you know, eight or nine, and the dogs start barking. Oh, um, I asked them why. And uh, you hear the sounds of uh, hoofbeats, like many, many horses coming oh. this way, riding up the main road to the to the front of the house. And what are you doing? Just a little outside. I, I would have assumed since we had hours and hours that we would have brought our horses up and put them inside the little barn next sure. to the thing. Yep. And it was an old stable house, so there's, you know. Yeah, so I would have taken care of horses and whatnot, so. Okay. You've gotten some short rest, so I'm guessing you're going to heal healed to a certain amount, right? Short rest is yep. one to three hours, since you can use your D or your dice to roll for, or all of them if you want. All right. So... Anyone checking out the uh, yeah. noise? So they're coming up to the front doors? Yeah. Is there a peephole or anything out the front door? Yeah. Not, There's no windows up there. Not, no windows. Well, there's windows. We'll look out through yeah. the bedroom yeah. windows. Then. Okay. I'll have the cloak 
change my outfit to what Paris was wearing. This was the downstairs. Yes. Was there any windows upstairs? Uh, there were some windows upstairs. Enough to possibly. I'm going to go upstairs and see if I can look at a window out this way. Okay. And uh, you. In the dark, of course. So they. Very... <laughs> uh, you see uh, a line of horsemen, uh, some of them uh, carrying torches, uh, riding up. Uh, don't seem to be in a, in a huge hurry, but uh, um, making good time up the path. And they get close enough. You can see that they are wearing the livery of the uh, Lady Falling Waters family. Okay. Uh, the blue and the white with the waterfall kind of design on the front. And uh, it appears to be help from Falling Water. Oh, thank goodness. All right. Oh, then we throw the doors open. You made it. Perfect timing. And they pull up and uh, the person in the lead's like, Oh, hello there. I, I hear you had a spot of trouble here. The Marchioness sent us to uh, relieve you and uh, take send some of these uh, barges back to town. Yes, well and well met. Is everything okay? It is now. And uh, this parish, where is he at? Uh, the there was an imposter. We think. Uh, uh, acting as parish, he is deceased. Uh, interesting. Can we see this body? Yep, we'll bring the body forward. Okay, so you drag the body out. Uh, he's talking to a couple of his uh, men behind him, and uh, one of them like nods, and he rides up closer to the front porch. And you guys have the body, and he looks down, and he like turns back to. You know, the, the guy in charge uh, and shakes his head and uh, he looks back to you and he's like, that's not Parrish Stone Cup. Dun, 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 dun. And that's the end of our episode. All right. Okay. Yeah. So. Could it be? Yeah. Um, you guys uh, took out Parrish? Yeah. Or someone. The fake Parrish. Or someone. Uh, got a bunch of supplies and stuff uh, before they were sent down river. And I think we have a cool and creepy new battle tactic. Yeah, right? That was so terrible. It was really <laughs> gross, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, I don't think I've had spellcasters fight you before. I'm going to do that now. And I've it's been gonna saving really that because really I knew really it was coming, hurt. Jerry. And uh, it fits your character. It does. So well. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, should I have him run and dive out a window or something like Bruce Willis would do? I don't, I don't know. Maybe next time we put it on my shield. Oh, yeah, exactly. That is a good idea. That is terrible. I'm gonna be reading like a madman <laughs> trying to figure out ways to negate that. So, uh, anyway, good job, guys, and Bye. we'll see you all next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.